JB and Jules for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. Bundy, we're in trouble. Hinkler, Uh-oh. actually. Hinkler. What? All, all of us. All of us in Hinkler, everyone. What you, have we done? You, you've been bad. Naughty, naughty. We've, uh, we've been bad. We just sit in the naughty corner. Yeah, Who's telling us off? We're in the naughty corner. Um, the Australian Electoral Commission's telling us off because... Really? Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not, not fans of us. What have we done? Well, it turns out Bundaberg and Harvey Bay. Yep, Harvey Bay listeners, if you're listening through the listener app, you're inv- involved as well. Oh. But we are among the most likely to give democracy the middle finger using ballot papers to draw rude pictures or write profanities rather than numbering the candidates. <laughs> New data has shown that ballots, these ones with naughty pictures, along with ballots unintentionally filled out incorrectly, Oops. are classed as informal votes, according to the AEC and voters of the Hinkler are Australia's worst offenders. I am curious to know the poor sucker who has to um, find these stats well, and count all the different pictures and incorrect votes yeah. and to say, guys, top of the table is Hinkler. I mean, it could be entertaining. It turns out in 2019, <laughs> about one in 13 ballots, uh, 7.8% were deliberately or inadvertently thrown away. Wow. Compared to about one in 20 ballots for the national average. Wow, we are above average for <laughs> not a good reason. Yeah, we're a bit. <laughs> Goodness. We're a bit naughty. Um, but so so what is there like a campaign that the AEC has now decided to tell people this is how you're, you don't draw pictures? Well, they come out with the figures and it's sort of the name and shame approach, ah, I, I yeah. guess. And, um, yeah, we're one of the worst. So, um, yeah. Is it going to change our behaviour, though? Oh, maybe. Maybe this will just annoy more people. Yeah. <laughs> And there'll be more fingers on it. But a uh, little warning for everyone. The, uh, the House of Representatives have put a list and said they're informal if you put a middle finger, if you put a swear word, if you put any genitalia, oh. if the ballot paper has no vote indicated, or if it has any mark on it by which the voter can be identified. The, obviously, they would have accidentally drawn a penis. They No one would do that on purpose. No, so never. Next time, Hinkler, I'm sure we'll do better. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Now, JB, we've been talking about my hearing the last couple of days after, um, uh, I guess, some caller called up and thought, you know, Jules, you've been mishearing a few things lately. Yeah, so while I was away sick, um, I, I returned and we had a call from Al at AIM Hearing who said Jules has been mishearing a lot of stuff. She denied it. She got a bit defensive. Yes. So I looked back over the archives uh. and it took me two minutes to find this. Emily, I'd love to give you the secret sound. 1320 bucks is what it's worth. What's your guess? Is it putting a disposable glove on? Is it what, sorry? Putting a disposable glove on? Putting a disposable mask on? Yeah, some struggles there from uh, one Julia Greenhouse. So that led to uh, me saying, all right, let's go get you a hearing test. You then said to me, your hearing's probably not good. You've yeah, you've worked in radio longer. I know I've done damage with drumming, but who has the worst hearing. So yesterday we went to AIM Hearing and this is how it all went down. We went down to AIM Hearing to speak with Alan about our initial hearing test. The test is on between both of us. I've mocked you. You've defended yourself. Now that we're in the room, um, how are you feeling? I'm feeling a bit nervous. I have been told that my hearing is quite bad and there's a lot of contraptions here that is going to put me to the test to find out just how bad it is. Well, I've had some issues in the past. I'm actually excited to see the results, but um, who's got the worst hearing? It's a big battle. It's all about helping. It's helping each other. All right, I'll go first. Let's get in. Let's get into it. The test started off with an initial look inside the ear. 
you do have wax in there. It's a healthy amount of wax. Yeah. But it is a very, um, it's not a hard viscosity. Yours, yours is uh, quite oily. So okay. that's probably the. Okay. But healthy amount. Health, uh, wax is good. It helps keep out debris and stuff Bits like that. Bits of Lego. Now that JB had completed his initial look and was all clear, it was time to do the actual hearing test. All right. Do you get claustrophobic? Uh, no, I'm all right. Good, because I want to lock you in a box for a few minutes. Fantastic. The good thing about this box, it's a vertical box. It's the horizontal so, boxes you got to watch out for. All right, so I'm about to go in the box and do my test. Um... JB was placed into a small room with earplugs in. Al played several volumes and different tones to give a hearing range. So I'm... I've just completed mine. Um, there's some sounds. I'll talk to you about the test afterwards. Um, but I think I was okay. It's hard to know, but we'll find out the results after. Uh, your time to shine, Jules. Great. I'm concerned because sometimes I do randomly get ringing in my ears and I'm sitting on the couch. So how deaf am I go- actually going to be? Well, we're going to have to see a whole another health professional after this for to sort that one out. But... Uh, Off you go, buddy. Thank you. It was now Jules' turn to put on the headphones and finally test her hearing. Once she was done, we had all the data. Now it was time to see who had the better hearing. Overall, if you were to pick it, was it a close tussle? It was relatively close, but JB took it out. Oh, I knew it. Superior, superior listener. JB took it out. But not by much? Not by much. So I think we could do it again with you and I think we'd get a lot better result the second time around. So what I've heard is the whispers are bad because it pushes more wax in. Yes. Is So what do we do if so there's wax in there? Here I do microsuction. So you know when you go to a dentist and you have the, the girl suck it out with the, the vacuum cleaner in your mouth? Yeah. Same thing but I do it for ears. Are our ears at the age that you expect that they are? Essentially yes. Okay. Yours, I think, is uh, very indicative of a life of a musician. Okay. So, basically, easiest way to explain for you, Jules, is... Alla just turned around and presented Jules with a pre-printed mug. Back to the studio for what Al's overall assessment of Jules' ears was. I have the mug in my hands, and it says... You can hear fine, Jules. You're just ignoring people. And there's the confirmation we needed. <laughs> Selective hearing. <laughs> Definitely, by the way, recommend getting these hearing tests. It was um, it was good for me to know that my hearing's pretty pretty damn good. And uh, if really do, insightful. If you do have any issues, then you can check it out. So big thanks to Al at Aim Hearing. That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. JB, I don't know about you, but I feel like I am constantly surrounded by people that are getting hacked and scammed through their phones at the moment. Oh, it's ridiculous. Uh, most of us are getting a few messages a day yes. uh, about parcel collection, about credit card details. I've had two or three friends in the past fortnight have their Instagram accounts hacked, and it's just it's getting worse and worse, it seems. Yesterday, I got a call from my mum who almost fell victim to a WhatsApp message thinking that it was me from another phone saying, Mum, I need your help. I'm on another phone. I've had people whose entire phones have been taken hold of by a hacker, someone trying to drain out their bank account. It's scary. It's happening seemingly all around us. What on earth can we do about this? Well, I've enlisted some help from tech expert from EFTM, Trevor Long. Good morning, Trevor. Good morning to you both. 
Oh, Trevor. Everyone, everyone, just take a seat, please. Right. Help us just out here. Everyone calm down. What is we going know you're on? Excited. Now, Trevor, first and foremost, off the bat, um, has there been and is there evidence that these scams are becoming more and more common? Um, there is a definite trend um, that, that these things are escalating for two reasons. One, because the telcos have started cracking down on them. Um, and so they're trying to find new ways. And so I think more scams are getting through as a result of the telcos cracking down. Um, and also what's happened is over the last eight year or so, they've found out what works. Um, now, it may only be one in a thousand or one in 10,000 that fall for it, but that's a percentage the scammers are, try- are happy to go with. And so when they find something that works, they stick with it and uh, they manipulate it. They change it ever so slightly. And so their scams are becoming more and more, um, you know, uh, smart, essentially. So what can be done, Trevor, to avoid this happening and from someone clicking on a link or responding to a text message that you're not quite sure is somebody? The first thing I would say is that people kind of always think that you don't need this on a mobile phone, but internet security software can help you with a large part of this. So I've got software called Trend Micro on my phone, and it does two things. It stops me clicking any links that are, that are uh, suspicious. And secondly, it actually filters a lot of my SMS messages. Um, that's a huge win. So if you've got an iPhone or an Android phone, Trend Micro Mobile Security will actually do that for you. But do you remember the old government campaign, Be Alert, Be Alarmed? Mm. Um, that we actually need to be, be alarmed and be alert. So we need, to be, we need to be real. This is happening. People are losing money. People are having their identity stolen. It's legit. It's happening. And, that, and on that basis, that, that alarming basis, we need to be alert. We need to think about every text message, every Facebook message, every WhatsApp message, and wonder, is it real? Which is annoying because it changes everything about the way we communicate. But the fact is, the scammers are getting more and more smart about how they do this. And that's why they now switch to WhatsApp and they're trying to trick you there. Yeah. You, you have to second guess every message you get. Yeah, so you've got to have doubts unless the person's right in front of you. Now, um, I'd like to ask from the perspective which a lot of us are in, when we see a friend or maybe a family member uh, say they're sending messages on Instagram, what's the best Mm. way to, I guess, help them? So my mum had this. She was told by a lot of people that she was sending these messages. I couldn't find the source of the hack, but the first thing I did was sit down with her and change everything password-wise, change all her security, uh, log out of all existing. So when you change your Facebook password, for example, it's, it goes through very, very wisely, and it's a good, good call from Facebook. It goes through this kind of security checkup, and it asks you, do you want to log out of all your other devices? Yes, you do. You want to kick every device that you've ever logged in off, and you want to change your password. You want to actually kind of take a, a complete look at your whole situation so that you can't um, filter these messages out anymore. And that's the most important thing you can do if you feel like you're the kind of crux of the scam if you've been hacked and the bigger problem is if you're on the other end of it you feel like you've been scammed um you know that's where you need to you need to report it to scamwatch.gov.au so that they know these things are going on they can they can plot and 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 make awareness campaigns secondly you need to you need to lock down your bank accounts ring your bank has there been any suspicious activity cancel my card send me new ones um and if you've actually physically lost money there is a company called id care who essentially take a little bit of help and, you know, that whole identity fraud situation to try and minimise the overall total losses. Trevor, you are a superstar, an absolute angel here to help us out. Thank you very much for those tips there from EFTM, our tech expert. They're different, but they're ours. <laughs> JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Now, kids get a hold of your phone sometimes. Maybe they take a couple of snaps on the camera and it's all good times, but sometimes they might order some food. Mm. 
Well, it's that easy in the year 2022 to order stuff and pay for things just through our phone. Yes, and even a two-year-old can do it. He ordered 31 Macca's cheeseburgers overseas in the US and mum was just uh, very shocked. And he only <laughs> ended up eating half of one of the cheeseburgers. <laughs> so, my parents would have sat there and been like, you keep eating mm-hmm. until every single one of these 31 That's cheeseburgers are gone. But it is something that is pretty common and it's tricky ground for parents. And uh, if I'm looking to be a dad in the future, then it's something you've got to think about because Kids can spend money very easily on your phone on oh, all yeah. sorts of stuff. Yeah, and one triple three five three. We love to hear your stories. What did your kids spend on your phone? Hello, who have we got there? Hi, it's me here. Hello. Do you have a story of your kids spending on your phone? It's not my kid, but it's my sister, and she spent eight hundred dollars on Heyday. On what? On Heyday, it's an like an app on like. Is it's it a, like farming, a farming app? A farming game, <laughs> like Farmville. Yeah. So, what did she get? Yeah, bonus, bonus like fruit Farmville. trees. Oh. <laughs> so she she thought she had a twenty dollar gift voucher linked to it, like from iTunes. Yeah. And then she just kept spending, buying these gems. Anyway, <laughs> mom gets her um, invoice every three months. Eight hundred dollars later, oh. ripped it into the whole family. Oh, oh my. Yeah. No, no, yay. Oh, Two kid. minute noodles for everybody in but the house. How good did her farm look? Pretty impressive, oh, I imagine. Mate, it looked pretty good. I have never <laughs> seen anyone upgrade so quickly. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Amazing. One triple three five three will take another one. Who have we got there? Hi, it's Sam here. Hello, Sam. What did your kids spend on your phone? It was a game. Yeah. Um, and it was part of um some sort of Step Tap of a finger. Wow. I know. It's well, crazy today. <laughs> thanks very much for the call. And that's some actual great advice for parents as yes. well, that if your child does get on your phone and buy a bunch of gems or trees or whatever <laughs> ridiculous stuff they buy, yes. maybe call your provider because you could well get some of Question that. Question the charge. Subscribe now and stay up to date. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Collaborations between superstars, it happens, doesn't it? Oh, I love it, especially but, when they come together and you just, they create a masterpiece out yeah, of nowhere. It, it is crazy, but sometimes these collaborations, you just don't see them coming. It's it, it astounds you and you wonder how these two people came together. Like different genres? Different genres, different jobs, perhaps. Different um, jobs. Get this, a musician and an actor have come together uh, because Ooh. music seg- uh, megastar Adele... Never Oh, my favourite. I've seen her in concert. She would have been incredible. Oh, she was. She has purchased Sylvester Stallone's mansion. 
I mean, from one heavyweight to the other, I mean, it makes sense. She'd have the cashola. Yeah, well, she she only needed $82 million to purchase this estate. Yeah, get this in LA, $82.8 million Australian dollars this one is worth. He was actually asking for a whopping $168 million. Back in January 2021, so she's got a fair discount. Wow. But um, is he downsizing or something, Rocky? Well, probably. Well, you can only downsize from 1.4 hectares, eight bedrooms, 12 bathrooms. <laughs> 12 bathrooms? 12 bathrooms. i tell you what. You How go, many guests have you got in there? Go for a different toilet every single fortnight. It's insane, but uh, two-story. <laughs> the cleaning. It comes with a, a steam room, sauna, and that's just a part of the main bedroom suite. Um, there's, a, there's a Sylvester Stallone slash Rocky um, actual, what's it called, statue out in the garden. So of course. Absolutely epic, but uh, it makes you think, well, these two may have, well, they've obviously spoken to each other, so. Yes, they've had to do the deal. I wonder if they've collaborated. Oh. I wonder if Rocky and Adele have made a song together. Well, Julia, Julia, Julia. Justin, Justin, Justin. I can reveal right here on 93.1 Triple M yeah. that Rocky Balboa and Adele have made a song you together. You are kidding me. And I've got the exclusive right here. Are you, like, I am not ready for this. What could this be? Rocky Balboa and Adele. We never thought they'd work together, but here they are with this beautiful rendition of Hello. It's amazing. There's such a difference between I can't see nothing, got open my eye, my eye. Yo, Adrian! Adrian! But when I call you, never seem to be home. Well, the first thing I gotta do is I gotta pay the rent, you know? Well, you like snow cones, don't you? I'm afraid, all right? Want to hear me say it? But it don't matter, he clearly doesn't take you apart. Yo, Adrian! Thanks, Outstanding, an no. exclusive that you'll hear nowhere else. Oh, yep, uh, good reason for it. Uh, it's actually called Hello from My Cut Open Eyes. They're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. There was something that caught my eye on my Facebook news feed the other day. The introduction of menstrual leave here in Australia. Menstrual leave. Yes. Okay, tell me about it. So for people uh, essentially who bleed uh, once a month, they go through some pretty horrific times. Some people can get quite intense cramps and they feel like they need to take time off, but they don't want it to eat into their sick leave because this is something that unfortunately for, for many women... Um, is just a card that they are dealt with once a month. Just a part of life. So why should it cut into their sick leave or their annual leave or time off? Plus, the conversation they have to have with the boss, is it uncomfortable? So there's a couple of companies that have actually come out here in Australia that want to get on board this. Modibody is a company that started doing it. Now, they do period undies, so it kind of makes sense that they would be on board first, right? Yeah, 100%. And what they've done is they have introduced 10 additional days of paid personal leave per year 
for people that are going through menstruation, um, any discomfort, and also in the event of a miscarriage. So for their business, women um, who, have, who are dealing with any of that have 10 additional days sick leave they can yep. take per year. Yep. All right. So um, is this looking at being expanded into other companies or is there yeah. just a bit of a push at the moment for it? Well, it's sort of become a conversation where case-by-case case basis companies are looking at it. So there's another company called Superfund Future Super, and what they did um, was they introduced it as well, and they found 22% of female employees had already used it only four months in. So they could have the conversation with their boss, and there was no judgment zone, and they could take the time off that they needed. I guess as a bloke, I'm sitting here naive as anything. I don't know what the hell I'm on about. I've got no idea what women have to deal with mm-hmm. with this sort of stuff. So who the hell am I to say whether um, it's worth a day off or not? Um, so to me, it seems like a good idea. The issue that arises if this goes um, right across the country is 10 days paid leave additionally yep. for small, medium businesses. It could be tough for business owners to allow that. And you would hope that employers wouldn't, uh, say, hire somebody based on whether or not they would bleed or not or make yeah. a decision in that way. But unfortunately, there could be an unconscious bias there. But I'm also going to be on the devil's advocate side of someone that doesn't bleed, uh, someone that doesn't get cramps or doesn't get um, pain when they go through their period. That's me every single month. I'm fortunate enough to not experience that. Why do my female friends that have cramps, they have extra time off, right? Okay. So you're saying that it's different for every woman. So I think so. Is this something that instead of just having a block 10 days for every female, should would it be better if it's looked at at a case-by-case basis? Are we at the point yes. where when you join a new business, you have to go see a doctor and they say, this person needs this much leave, this person needs this much leave? Because some people, they need more time off than others. That's the reality. I think having this awareness that menstrual leave can exist in companies and having this evolution of a conversation is going to be an amazing thing for it to go from taboo to actually saying, hey, I'd like to have a conversation with my male boss, with my female boss about this and not feel like I'm going to get fired or I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah. And it's it's good that women are feeling more and more comfortable about this because I'll be honest, I'm uncomfortable as as all hell. It's it's just an uncomfortable thing to a bloke for a bloke to talk about. Exactly right. Got no idea what we're on about, but it's all about making it more comfortable and for everyone to be happy and comfortable in their workplace. Let's see what happens. They're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Jules, we're talking about the time that you fell over in public. What an idiot. Oh, what a loser. We're still laughing at uh, the girl who fell over after the neuron scooter incident at the basin yesterday. She's okay. We know she's all right. I'm not laughing at her. I felt bad for her. But Mm. then it is funny when people fall over. And you can laugh at me because I fell over in front of an entire cinema that was packed out. Outstanding. It was on carpet. I was fine. I had a little bit of carpet. I wish someone filmed it. I really, that would have been the great movie. Watch that over and over. Why do you wish someone filmed that? I don't know. I, I wouldn't go delving into that because I think there'd be more embarrassing clips of you doing things. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. But uh, yeah, falling over in public, I don't know why it is so embarrassing. People do it. We fall over sometimes. We're just, we're vertical creatures. It, it happens. happens. And so we're asking uh, for you to share your stories, to, to show the bravery on one triple three five three on where did you go down? And we actually have a message on our Triple M Facebook page. You can oh, yeah. send them in. Uh, have a message from Anonymous. I went down doing the nut bush at a wedding. And I was the plus one. <laughs> okay, at least you're the plus one, so you're not too close to that's the people wor- there. That's worse, <laughs> I think. Okay, well, if you got calls, uh, 13353 is a number. Hello, who have we got there? It's Rahana. 
did you go down in public? I did. We um, slowed down and was dropping me off at the in the main street. Yeah. And I was in a rush because I hate trying to just jump out rather than finding a path. Yep. And I um, got my foot stuck in my bag handle. Oh, no. And I tripped out the door onto the bitumen. Oh. <laughs> and because I was so embarrassed, I fumbled a second time trying to get sorted. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. There was a line up of cars and I was in a rush so, and I was so embarrassed. Oh, peak so, on Bourbon <laughs> Street. Yeah, you're in there near the yeah. chemist's warehouse and you've done, you've done the dodgy. You know you're doing a dodgy thing. You should park, but you've got to do <laughs> it and you've up. gone down. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's such a way of life, but it's the most embarrassing thing in the world, isn't it? It is, yeah. And were you um were you on the passenger seat? Yeah, she could yeah, jump yeah, yeah. out of so, Yeah, yeah. So what what did yeah, the she didn't drive, out jump out of, out of the driver's seat? <laughs> so so what was the driver doing? <laughs> what did um, they say? He was laughing. Yeah. He was laughing. It often <laughs> happens. And you don't look at your injuries until you're at home because you're fine. You're out in public, you're fine. And then yeah. two hours yeah. later you're at home. Shed a tear because of the sores you got on your knees. <laughs> all right, Hunter. Pretended nothing could happen. You were fine. Get, it's all good. Get on with your day. Cover your face and get out of there. Good on you. Thanks for the call. Yeah. No worries. Have a good one. To anyone having a public fall, if you've just gotten up, it's all right. We've we're all here. been there. We're here for you. Subscribe now and stay up to date. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. JB, last week we were absolutely chomping at the bit about the latest instalment of Bundaberg Rum. Still going. Thank you, singers. Uh, yeah, the campfire. <laughs> what was it? Campfire Bundy Rum? Butterscotch and macadamia. Perfect for these cooler months sitting beside the campfire. Uh, yeah, well, um, we we spoke to Duncan at Bundaberg Rum about this flavour and that it was going live. And I've actually heard some rumours we may well have, have sold it too well. <laughs> I think this is the thing. It was going like hotcakes to the point where it has been spotted for a measly $3,000 on eBay. Uh, who the hell is asking for three grand I for this? I do How? not know who this human is, but I want to. The only like 60 bucks or something like that. This and- is the thing. I found this on Bundaberg Rum Collector's Bundaberg Facebook page. So this is a, a Facebook group for diehard Bundy Rum collectors yeah. locally. People who want to get their hands on these things. From right here in Bundy itself. Exactly. Yeah, okay. it, the ad says $3,000 or best offer plus $12.70 postage. Oh, we you... will send it out next week. If, if you're paying $3,000 oh. for a bottle of 700 ml bottle of this brand new rum, couldn't you throw in free postage yeah. at least? Oh mate, it's just pathetic. I don't um I, I don't, don't understand. It's not it will be I'm pretty sure it's limited time, but it's not done. Like no. they, it wasn't one of those ones. So the ones that grow in value right are where they make a hundred bottles yes. of all time and that's it because mm. it's a collector's edition. It's rare to get your hands on it, but this isn't one of those. This is their first run of it. Uh they have confirmed that they will restock at this dis- distillery so people do not need to freak out. Yeah. And we do not need to put through a week's rent just to get our hands on it. <laughs> what else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Julia, tomorrow is the day. We line up at the polling booths at all the local schools and different places. It'll and, finally uh, be over, JB. It will be over. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long haul, hasn't it? <laughs> 
I don't know what to look at when I'm driving home because there'll be no more stakes in the ground with different candidates' faces on them. <laughs> I don't know what I'll do with myself. But tomorrow, you poor thing. tomorrow is the day that we all cast our votes, unless you've casted early votes. Did yeah. you do an early vote? No, I want to see the chaos and the drama for tomorrow in I person. Do, I do not. I actually, I actually already have done my voting. It's all sorted Great. out because I cannot handle the day. Um, but I've learned a few things, and so I thought I would help out everyone who is set to vote tomorrow with a little bit of prep for Election Day. So this is inspired by a prior experience of being so overwhelmed at the polling booths that you yeah. don't want anyone to go through this exactly. again. The stress of it. I just want to help you get prepared because it's, it's a great day. You get a democracy sausage. It's the worst day. It's, it's, Why is it the worst day? It's horrible. There's just too much going on. Let me share some words of wisdom with you. Three. Number three, advice on how to handle election day. Do some stretching and limber up before you go. Why do I need a stretch before casting my vote? So you're nice and nimble when going through the crowds and oh, you can dodge through nice and quick. You can wave. And through. if all else fails, if you get if they get a nice little grab on you, you can sprint away if need be and rear. Oh the hecklers. The hecklers, mm. there's a lot. Two. Two. Wear a dark coloured shirt. Why? So you don't get sauce on your white ones. Oh, from the democracy, from the democracy sausage. sausage. So I've done that before. I've Good voted, call. I voted with a big blob of tomato sauce. I've seen a person looking at me going, geez, these people are voting for who's going to be in charge of oh, our country. Oh, And the top one. One. Preparing for election day. My top one. Carry lots of bags in. Some bags? Carry lots of bags in what with you. What sort of bags? Just any bags. Maybe pretend you've got groceries. Right. Pretend you've got other stuff. Why? So none of the people can give you pamphlets. Oh, <laughs> Genius. <laughs> you have no hands. That, you got no hands. You can't give me any pamphlets. I'm, I reckon some of them still try to put it in your mouth. <laughs> so dark T-shirt, limber up, carry all the bags that Easy I'm sorted. Easy and you are well and truly prepared for Election Day, Jules. Thank That's you. it for now. Catch JB and Jules weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. on Triple M Bundy. Or subscribe here to get all the best bits.